Greetings and welcome to the worship services of Alamo First Baptist Church. I'm Brother Chris Rigby. I'm standing here this morning in front of our bell. This is the original bell that was at our old location uh, years ago. It uh, was there when the church was first built and it was always a call to worship. Well, when we moved to our new campus here several years ago, we brought it with us. And not too long ago, we got to put it up. We're so excited about it because it reminds us that we're coming together into this building to worship. And we are excited that today you've decided to tune in to our broadcast to worship our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. Our prayer this morning is that you will see the great love that Jesus has for you and the great love that we have for you as well this morning as we worship together. We look forward to meeting you and your family and we invite you to be a part of any of our worship services, our activities or ministries here. And if you'd like to get in touch with us, probably the best way to do that is just drop us a line at our email address, alamofirstbaptist at gmail.com. All of it spelled out, just gmail.com, alamofirstbaptist. We look forward this morning to worshiping with you. We pray God's blessings upon you and your family as we go inside now and we worship together. Let's go ring that bell for Jesus.
Good morning. Uh, as you can see, we're not normal this morning. But maybe that don't sound right. Uh, we are a little uh, different than what we what you probably had expected for this morning. Uh, I did get a call at the last minute this morning that the preacher wasn't going to get to make it this morning. And not only was the preacher not going to get to make it, but Brian wasn't going to get to make it this morning either. So I got the call to uh, see if I could come and fill in this morning. So you have me today. So uh, Announcements for today. Uh, ski trip for the youth, February 12th through the 15th. The cost is $300. From what I understand, sign-up is already closed because it's already full. So uh, just so you're aware of that. Mission trip for uh, 2021 meeting will be on December the 9th at 6.30. Uh, the youth will be doing a Christmas fellowship December the 13th. It says to bring 15, anywhere from 15 to a $20 gift card to exchange at 6 o'clock. It says there will be a meal served or they will go out to eat. Now, I don't know where they're meeting at as far as for that part goes. Uh, of course, uh, worship schedule, I mean, Sunday school classes are still online and however teachers are taking care of theirs. Um, uh, Wednesday night service, as far as I know for right now, uh, there's not going to be a Wednesday night service. Uh, the pastor is uh, is out with the virus. So, uh, let's see. Business meeting is going to be on the 16th. If you've got a uh, online bulletin or whatever, it says the 9th. It's been moved to the 16th, uh, and the 2021 budget will be presented at that time. And uh, at a next, maybe the next Sunday or the following Sunday, it will be presented to the church as a vote. So. Um, that is, I think, all the announcements I've got as far as what I've got written down here. Uh, this morning we are doing Lord's Supper. Uh, for those of you that are here this morning, uh, if you did not get your little uh, cup and your little wafer uh, over to this side, they're on a the table right out here. If you want to go get yours uh, sometime during the uh, morning service, uh, feel free to do that because they really don't want us passing it out to anybody. So. Uh, but they are in a little basket out here to this side uh, on the table there. Just make sure you get one this morning because we will be observing Lord's, uh, Lord's Supper this morning. Uh, for prayer this morning, uh, we did get the message that Mr. Don Leathers passed away last night. Uh, so we want to remember uh, Mr. Don, Michelle, and the family. Uh, and we also got word that Mr. Perry Patrick had passed away also. Um, and we want to remember uh, that family. Of course, let's remember the preacher uh, and his wife and, and Will and Brian, and I'm sure the rest of the family there is probably going to be in quarantine uh, for several days now, too. Uh, let's just, just continue to remember our church, our, our Sunday school classes, our teachers. Uh, as me being a teacher, I can tell you it's, it's tough doing an online class. When, you don't have, when you're used to having a class sitting in front of you, it's tough doing an online class. Uh, and uh, maybe... Uh, you feel a little bit underappreciated for what you're doing on this because you're having to meet that way. But uh, I want you to know I, I appreciate the ones of y'all that are still doing that uh, simply because I, I, I'm doing that also. And it's, it's, it's hard to do. Uh, but let's, let's remember those. Uh, others I'm sure that uh, we need to remember this morning. So let's, uh, let's go to the Lord this morning in prayer and open up our service today. Father, we do thank you again for allowing us to be able to come and be in your house this morning. We're thankful for this past week, your hand of protection and safety upon us. We're thankful, Lord, for all your blessings, and we're thankful, Lord, this time we also have this opportunity that we can come before you uh, in prayer and lift up those uh, that have been mentioned here this morning. We just pray, Lord, that you would be with Michelle and uh, 
And Mr. Don's family today, Lord, as they uh, mourn the loss of him, and uh, Mr. Perry Patrick also as they, as they mourn his passing also. I pray for our pastor and his wife and, and Will. We just pray, Lord, for a speedy recovery for them and for Brian and, and Paige and the family also there. We just pray, Lord, for every Sunday school class and, and teacher that teaches and, and does what they can in order to keep the, uh, the word going out to their classes. We just pray that you bless them and be with them. Pray that you be with everything that's said and done here, all the activities and the things that are going on in the church. Uh, even though uh, with uh, this virus and thing, it seems like it hasn't stopped. We know, Lord, that you're still in control and we still trust and put our faith in you. Pray that you be with our service this morning, that you would speak to me uh, through your word, and that you would speak to us through this uh, Lord's Supper this morning. Again, we thank you for all your mercy and your grace. We ask these things today in your son Jesus' name. And amen. Right. 
thank you for your blessings on our church and just what you've done for us and helping us still continue on where we can worship you and just love you father we thank you for all the people that are behind the scenes that are that are working hard to keep this church going and keeping the worship going we pray lord that everything that we do will glorify you and lift you up and that we can reach people in our communities and in this world lord that need to hear about your son jesus we love you god amen
The most effective form of evangelism, obviously, is one-on-one, that direct person who knows you, who sees your walk, uh, and says, okay, God is real to this person. Why isn't he real to me? And they begin seeking. But how do you get to that one-on-one relationship with a person, particularly when you know, there's 4 million people here, there's only about 7,000 evangelicals in the whole country. How do you find that person who is seeking? How do you find that person's open? And so you need a big net. And then basically that, the, the radio is one of our big nets um, for evangelism. Ispravo ili pogrešno, dobro ili zlo, nema neutralnog teritorija. Bijelo ili crno. It has a reach uh, for the majority of Zagreb, which is a city of a million people. And during our two 15-minute uh, time slots, there's about 40,000 people listening, uh, which blew our minds. Now, obviously, that's the main purpose, is broad seed sowing. About a year into the broadcasting, a, a guy started visiting, and he just mentioned casually, yeah, I've been listening to the radio for about a year before I decided to come to the Sunday evening service. He said, listen, um, I have an old property that I'm not using. Uh, why don't you guys come over during the week and have a Bible study? So now that has become the second church plant. The Southern Baptists have had a huge role in what, uh, what has been an amazing uh, spiritual change. And to keep that going, uh, that we would see that this new lost continent uh, would be found through the Lottie Moon offering. There's an impact I know, but then I think there's an enormous impact that that I'll never know until until we're in heaven and, and see. I believe that what we're seeing now is the first fruits. The, the one thing that keeps me here is this, this idea that I'm going to miss out on the most amazing thing that could possibly happen. 
and then to be able to watch what God does and to begin to see the faces of the people coming in and their stories of how their lives have changed and how they've been brought out of, of such of a mess and into life. That, that, that's what I hope for and pray for. Uh, 30, 40, 50 years, whatever, you know, uh, an entire life uh, would be worth it. to uh, remind you that we are in the uh, week of prayer for Lottie Moon. I appreciate Brother Chris last week uh, filling us in and giving us some more information personally about Lottie Moon. I, I found out a lot of things last week that I wasn't aware of uh, about her personal life and stuff. Uh, we definitely, if you have not uh, uh, taken a, uh, a missionary and prayed for them during this uh, past week, um, do, do so. Uh, if, if, you, if you do know of a missionary that's on the field somewhere that is uh, doing the work of the Lord, uh, spend, spend some time lifting them up uh, to God in prayer. I'm, I'm sure, as Brother Chris would, uh, has told us, uh, the, the most uh, coveted thing that they look for from us is, is our prayers uh, for, um, for what they're doing out there in the field. Uh, because they are out doing what we cannot do. They're out there reaching people that we will probably never reach. Uh, and we will have a part in that uh, by just lifting them up in prayer. Um, this morning we are uh, going to be doing uh, the Lord's Supper this morning. Uh, and uh, I, I was thinking about, uh, before we get into the Lord's Supper this morning, uh, something you know, I think that goes along with uh, uh, the, the message that, that, that we as the church will preach to, to one another. And and, and also to those that will be uh, viewing online. Uh, I don't know if uh, this is the first time we've ever broadcasted Lord's Supper online or not, but I mean, this is going to be the first time that I've ever participated in something like this. Uh, so uh, I, I was thinking about this morning after I got the call uh, from Brother Chris, you know, that, that Brian had, had gotten sick and he wasn't going to be able to uh, take care of the service this morning and uh, called and asked me would I be able to do that uh, for them. And I told him, I said, uh, nervously, yes, I, I will. I'll, I'll, I'll do it. I'll do the best I can. Uh, and then I get a call a little while later, says, well, we're going to try the best I can to put this out, that this is going to be online only. So, you know, there may not be that many people there this morning. If there are any people here this morning, I said, that's fine. That, that doesn't matter. Uh, we'll still go on and have uh, Lord's Supper. We'll still go on with the service today. But I was thinking along the lines of this. You know, we're going to be looking at the scripture in uh, Luke chapter 22, uh, uh, talking about the, uh, the Passover meal that Jesus shared with his disciples before his death. And, and, the, and I guess really what the Lord began to speak to me about was uh, the, the time that Jesus was in at that particular time was probably not a whole lot different than what we're in right now. Uh, in, in the situation that we're in today in the country uh, with this virus, uh, it, it seems as though uh, there are people today that feels like there's no hope. There's people today that feels like this is never ending. It's never going to be an end to it. Uh, that 
where, where are we going to go from here? There, there is never going to be anything normal again. And I thought about, you know, when, when Jesus was in this particular time, he had just spent the, the, following, the preceding days before this particular Passover feast that he was about to partake with them and preparing them for his departure, preparing them for his death. And, and they had spent these, you know, three and a half possibly years with Jesus. And, and now all of a sudden Jesus' demeanor changes. Uh, Jesus begins to prepare them to let them know I'm, I'm fixing, you know, they're going to fixing, they'll kill me. They're, they're going to bury me, but, you know, I'm going to rise again on the third day. So at that particular time, they were perplexed as to what was going on, as what was being sold to them, as what was being uh, you know, conveyed unto them. And, and I want you to know something, that, that in that particular time, there was a virus that was rampant in the world at that particular time. And, and that virus was sin. That virus still exists today. Although we may be still grasping for straws and grasping for uh, a hope for a vaccine or for some type of cure for this virus that we're facing today, Jesus brought the cure. Jesus became the vaccine for sin. He stood in place of us. He gave himself freely that we might be free from this virus of sin. We, we had no way of take, taking care of that virus. Uh, and the thought also crossed my mind this morning that of the thousands upon thousands of animals whose lives had been sacrificed to take care of sin. But yet the Bible teaches and tells us that it could never truly ever take away sin. All that it could do was provide a covering. All that it could do was provide a temporary fix. But then when Jesus came... He supplied the cure. He became the cure for sin. He became our sacrifice. He gave of himself for us that we might be reconciled back to God. So uh, with, with just that small thought in mind this morning, we, we may be thinking the same things in our minds. You, you may be thinking the same thing. This, this is never going to change. There's nothing ever going to be back to normal. But I want you to know something today. Jesus is still Jesus. What he did over 2,000 years ago is still the cure for what ails us today. Whether it's this virus, whether it's family problems, whether it's mental problems, whether it's political problems, Jesus is still the answer to our problems. And only he can save us from our sins. I want to look with you this morning in Luke chapter 22, uh, starting uh, with verse number 7. This is Jesus, and he's just uh, sat down, and he's just, he's just fixing to partake of the Passover with his disciples. And, and in verse number 7, it says, In the day of unleavened bread, when the Passover must be killed, and he sent Peter and John, saying, Go and prepare the Passover for us, that we may eat. So they said to him, Where do you want us to prepare? And he said to them, Behold, when you have entered the city, a man will meet you carrying a pitcher of water. Follow him into the house which he enters. And you will say to the master of that house, The teacher says to you, Where is the guest room 
that I may eat the Passover with my disciples. Then he will show you a large room furnished, upper room, there make ready. So they went and found it just as he had told them, and they prepared for the Passover. When the hour had come, he sat down with the twelve disciples with him, and he said to them, With fervent desire, I have desired to eat this Passover with you before I suffer. For I say to you, I will no longer eat of it until it is fulfilled in the kingdom of God. Then he took the cup and he gave thanks, and he said, Take this, divide it amongst yourselves. For I say to you, I will not drink of this fruit of this vine until the kingdom of God comes. And he took the bread and he gave it and he broke it and he gave it to them saying, This is my body which is given for you. Do this in remembrance of me. Likewise also he took the cup after the supper saying, This cup is the new covenant in my blood which is shed for you. But behold, the hand of my betrayer is with me on the table. And truly the Son of Man goes as it has been determined, but woe to that man by whom he is betrayed. When he began, then they began to question amongst themselves which of it was them who would do this thing. If you're here this morning and you have uh, your little communion with you this morning, if you're at home and you're joining us at home uh, for communion this morning, uh, the simplest thing I can tell you to do is if, if, you, if you don't have one of these with you, uh, if you'd like to get just a saltine cracker, may, maybe uh, a little glass of juice or something, uh, you can partake of the Lord's Supper with us this morning also. Uh, I want to give you just a little bit of instruction as, as to how to uh, open up this cup. It is just a little bit difficult. Uh, trust me, I went on and opened mine up before I ever got up here. Uh, on the top layer is a little purple uh, part of the layer. It itself, when you peel it back, it will, res it will uh, release the wafer itself. And then the second half of it will open up the cup, uh, with which will reveal the juice to it. As we, as we always do, it's, it's customary for us. We, we will leave a place here for the Lord because we, we do that in anticipation uh, of what his word says, that he will not partake of this uh, supper until uh, the opportunity that he has to, to partake of this supper with us in heaven. Uh, the Apostle Paul, uh, uh, giving this Lord's Supper to the Corinthians, uh, says this in uh, Corinthians chapter 11, Verse number 23 says, And I received from the Lord that which is also delivered unto you, that the Lord Jesus on the same night in which he was betrayed, he took bread, and then when he had given thanks, he broke it and said, Take, eat, this is my body, which is broken for you. Do this in remembrance of me. And also, we set aside a cup for the Lord this morning in remembrance of the blood that he shed for us. He says in the same manner, he also, he took the cup after the supper. He said, this cup is the new covenant in my blood. This do it often as you drink it in remembrance of me. 
For in often as you eat and drink of this cup, you proclaim the Lord's death till he comes. Would you join me in prayer this morning? Father, we are thankful again for this brief opportunity that we've had to come together this morning uh, to just remember what you have done for us, to remember the sacrifice that you made for us, that you gave your all, you held back nothing, you willingly went to that cross and gave yourself for us. Your word says that you despise the shame, but that you went lovingly knowing that what you were doing was going to draw man back to the relationship, back with you and the Father that we once had. Father, we are thankful today that we as a church can still partake of this and remember the sacrifice Remember the beaten body. Remember the shed blood. Remember the tears that were shed when you shed them for us. We're thankful today that you gave yourself for us and that you said that you would prepare a place for us that where you were at, we may be there also. Be with us this next coming week and these next following weeks, Lord. We enter into the Christmas season. Let us never, ever forget why you came, for what reason you came. You came to be a ransom for us. And we're so thankful for that today. We ask these things today in your precious son's name. Amen. It's always been tradition for us. We end the service with the song, and I'm going to let Tony and Derek and them take care of that for us this morning. We pray God's blessings upon you as you worship with us today. If God has led you to make a decision today for Jesus, we would love to hear about it. We invite you to come to our website, cometothecross.net. Our online decision card will allow you to tell us about the decision that you're making. All decisions, all contacts are kept private and are confidential. However, we would be able to pray for you and perhaps I'd even be able to call you and pray with you about what God has led you to do if you so desire. So fill out the form, let us know, and just know that we love you and God loves you, and we're excited that you're taking this first step for God today.